This week, we are joined by two wonderful people. Aaliyah Bowen is going to be my co-host, and Tawny, a.k.a. Beer League Blondie, is our guest. Aaliyah is only in the episode for a short period because she spilled coffee on her phone. (laughs) It got all messed up mid-interview. So Tawny is a jaw-dropping human being. She was in the military, and once she finished up her time there, she joined the ice crew for the American Hockey League San Diego Goals. While she was working for the Goals, she found a passion for hockey and began to play men's league and started her Instagram page, the page called Beer League Blondie. Listen to her talk about her time in the military, working for the Goals, picking up the sport as an adult, and the adventures of her Instagram life. Here we go. I am in a quiet space, but I also have two dogs, so I apologize ahead of time. Last time I did a podcast, they decided to play, like, mid-podcast. Sorry, I'm just apologizing in advance. (laughs) No, it's all good. I understand that one. And if I go in a different room, they'll, like, attack the door. Like, they have some some issues. (laughs) I'm just going to cut in here because the audio got kind of wishy-washy. There was some movement in the background that I just didn't think you guys would want to have to listen through. So I asked Tawny about her job that she just got hired on to do, and she was telling me that she is a new claims account manager. She works for a public adjuster's office, and they go after insurance companies for settlements. So here we go back into the interview. Yeah, and you're saying that you really like it. You're selling stuff that you enjoy now. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm – I don't even know if we can call it sales at this point because it's like, hey, do you want free money? (laughs) It's like, uh, yes. Yeah. Like you're suffering from a bunch of ash and fire and all all these terrible things. Like do you want money to help repair that? Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) So it's really cool. It's nice to be able to like help people. Yeah, have you suffered from any of the fires down there? Have you been safe? This time around, totally safe. I'm in northern San Diego, so I'm okay. But in high school, I was evacuated, so I know exactly how it feels. Like, I live... I'm from Orange County, and everybody thinks, like, the OC when you think Orange County, but <laughs> my mom lives on the outskirts in what's called Silverado Canyon, and they are constantly on fire, and it's, like, one way in, one way out. So I'll never forget, like, we were driving out, and the entire hillside that you have to, like, drive by was on fire. It was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So you're from Orange County. Are you a Ducks fan? Nope. <laughs> I am not a Ducks fan. No, no, no. I am a Sharks fan. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Which leads me to my first question. <laughs> what you got? Who's your favorite player and why? Brent Burnsy. Uh, I'm so disappointed in you. I know, it's fine. He's really not that great, but, <laughs> like, player-wise, he's not that great. He's at least better than Carlson, which Ali and I have already gone on multiple tangents about him. I do not like Carlson. He was a mistake. Anyways. Yeah, the I money like Burnsy. Laster. 
I know. I'm a Bernsey fan. I just love that he doesn't care and he just keeps his two front teeth out all the time. I love that he has, like, a full-on zoo as a house. Like, I aspire to be Brett Burns. <laughs> I saw his house. I forget. We saw, like, the YouTube videos that he did showing off his ranch. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, he has, like, zebras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get to that level, okay? I need a couple zebras in my life. <laughs> right, that's when you know you made it. Exactly. (laughs) Do you want to tell the story again of how you got into playing hockey? Oh, yeah, of course. So I started skating when I was three years old, um, but I was a figure skater. I did Disney on Ice for two years, and then I quit because I was just really worn out. Like I was saying earlier, I was that kid that woke up at like 3.30 a.m., was on the ice by 4 o'clock, like, as soon as they opened, and then from the rink was, like, would change in the car to school, get out of school, change in the car, back to the rink, and then I would do my homework during the ZAM, I would get home, my mom would always make me eat spaghetti with no sauce, so weird, and (laughs) then I would go to bed, and I would repeat it all over again. And then at the weekends uh, was always a competition. And if I didn't have a competition, then I was just at the rink practicing, like training. So it was really intense. Like it was a lot. And for so long, so I got kind of burnt out on it. And I asked my mom to quit. And she was an angel and said, yes, I hate that she told me that, though, because could have been Michelle Kwan or Tara Lipsky or someone over here. But, yeah, so that's how that happened. And then I took up skating again when I saw that the goals had an ice crew. And when I was on their ice crew, that's when I got hooked on skating. So I know you've told me this story before, but I know you, um, for the goals girls, you tried out, right? Or they just automatically gave you a spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was really weird, actually. For my first year with the goals, typically, like, there's goals girl tryouts, and then, like, there's a separate ice crew audition. But my first year, I didn't do either. I actually had been following our Poway Ice Arena Facebook, and I saw them post that they had had their tryouts there. And so I tagged my friend, half-joking, and was like, oh, I should have done this, like, ha-ha. And they instantly messaged me, and they were like, hey, do you know how to skate? Like, can you come in? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I was like, yeah, I can come in, thinking it was going to be, like, an interview or something like that. But, no, I got there. They had the paperwork there for me. They had me trying on uniforms. I signed instantly. And then they were like, do you have skates? And I was like, no, I haven't, like, I don't have anything. And they were like, okay, well, let's go buy you some skates. And so, yeah, that's how that happened. My first year, I didn't try out. So it was kind of, I I was kind of, I was very intimidated. I wasn't kind of intimidated. I was very intimidated because I hadn't been on the ice. Sorry, I told you, those dogs. But yeah, so I was, I was very intimidated because I hadn't been on the ice in so long. And then on top of that, I was switching from a completely different boot and a completely different blade type. And like, now I'm on hockey skates. And like I said earlier, I didn't realize I actually had no idea how to get onto the ice without using my toe pick. Like, I would step onto the ice with my toe pick and then push and glide. Like, that's how I always got on the ice. And when I had my hockey skates on for the first time, I go to the ice and I'm like, 
we, how do I get, how do I get on the ice? And it, it took me like two times and then I was like, okay, I guess I just gotta like, I gotta send it. But that was really, it was a funny thing. That was the first weird thing that I realized that was different. <laughs> yeah, it is a big difference. Did it take you, so yeah. it took you a bit to like figure out how to skate with them and everything. Well, I mean, I was able to skate. It took me a second to like get the crossovers because the blade is just way different. But it it did come back pretty quickly. I think it took me like three games. And then, you know, the more you're on the ice, the better you get. And the less in your head you are, the better you get. Um, It definitely helped like being on ice crew all the time and then skating. And then like we would do events with children at hockey rinks and so I was constantly skating and I was able to get my skill back a little bit. (laughs) So when did you play your first game then? My first game was probably November of 2018. I started with the Learn to Play program. So the Ducks have the Learn to Play program. It's free for adults. They do it for kids too. But I went, and it was kind of funny because at first they start with, like, this, like, how to skate drills, and everybody's looking at me like, why is she here? Like, what is this bitch doing right now? Like, she she's too good to be here. And then you get to the stick handling stuff, and they're like, oh, that's why she's here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I cannot carry a puck. Like, I did not know what to do. It's so difficult to, you know, do both. And people always say skating's the hardest part, but I disagree entirely. I think puck handling's the hardest part. <laughs> right, it's putting it all together. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole new beast, you know? <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> you run a hockey account called Barely Beauty. Is no, there, like... Yes, no, you don't. Barely. Is there competition there? No, actually, there's not. I love Nicole. No, Nicole and I are good. So I actually, I'm not completely. Yo, it happens literally all the time. You're fine. I actually started, she knows the story. I started my page kind of as satire because she is so good. You know, she's been playing her whole life. Like, she went to college. She's a savage. And so I was like, how, like, uh, how funny would it be? Because my goalie, if anybody plays hockey in San Diego, everybody knows who Mike Lance is. He is this massive, like, six foot five gangly guy he is a veteran so god bless mikey he is a wild animal though so his thing is he doesn't remember people's names because he actually was blown up like three times but he gives everybody nicknames so he is the creator of blondie he was my goalie and so he would just call me blondie because he didn't know my name and then it stuck and everybody just called me blondie and then one day my friend was like you know what you should do you should make a page that's barely blondie but just like you're a terrible hockey player that just drinks beer all the time and I was like that's a great idea (laughs) and so I made it and it was supposed to be like a joke for my friends and I like watching me play hockey and like learn and grow in this hockey world and it just kind of took off I was really surprised but (laughs) that's awesome yeah I saw that you do you sponsor a tournament with a couple of the other like beer league pages are you guys yeah. all friends and you hang out? Yeah, but we, it's weird. It's like one of those, especially right now because of Corona, but yeah. it's definitely like there's friendship there. Like we all play off of each other. We all pick on each other and chirp on each other. I met, I probably met the 
most of people when I was in Minnesota for the Hockey Expo, that's when I met like Vinny Sauce and the, the, the owner of the Hockey Sauce Kit. And then I met like the On the Bench Boys. So that was really cool. Like we were just out drinking and like had a snowball fight in the middle of the street <laughs> and then finished the night off at the Ducks Diner where the mom worked at. And like we almost got kicked out because we kept going quack, quack. Quack! <laughs> doing that whole chat. Um, so that yeah, it's it's cool. We all have like a fun. I don't know, just like support of each other. We all like we all like hockey. You know, it's just the hockey community. I love it. That's awesome. What's your favorite thing about working for the goals? Well, I no longer work for them now, but I loved. Okay, my favorite thing of all time was getting on the ice before everybody else and having that fresh sheet to myself with an empty arena that that was by far and will always be my favorite thing also before every weekday game they do a team game so we would like play like the front office we would all get together and play before the actual game so that was really fun too that's awesome. Why are you not with them anymore? I have a nine to five job now, so it's just like, it's impossible. Plus, I feel like, I don't know, I felt old and like I, I kind of just got to the point where I want to be a fan, you know? Yeah. It's really hard to go to $2 beer night and not be able to, you know, like drink and like watch the game and have fun, you know? And I, I missed like that whole repertoire of back and forth and like yelling and chirping, so. Yeah, did I you, had a great time, though. Did you get to meet any of the players? Yeah, so we met all, I mean, I, it's kind of weird. So you sign in your contract that um, you will not talk to the players. It's in your contract. If you break that, they're very strict about it. You're immediately, like, off the team. You're not, you're blacklisted. You can't come back. That's it. But we would go and, like, work events, and obviously they would be present, and so it was, like, a weird line. Like, you just had to keep it very professional and only at events. But, yes, I did. <laughs> How did you end up in San Diego? Are you from there? No. So I'm from Orange County. Oh, that's um, right. Then, you said that. Yeah, and then I went to school at San Francisco State. I was there for two years, and then I went into the military, and that's how I ended up in San Diego. I got stationed on Coronado, and then I just never left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How was the military? It was fun. I loved my job. I miss my job. I definitely miss the flight deck, like the smell of JP5 in the morning. Prime, but <laughs> that's jet fuel. But yeah, I I definitely miss my job. It was great. It was a great experience. I went to really cool places. I had an easy time. Like I never did any hard deployments. Really, I went to uh, Hawaii for Rimpack. We did a stop in Santa Barbara, which was absolutely insane. Anybody that was on the Ronald Reagan that went to Santa Barbara, you all know what's up. That was insane. And then <laughs> uh, I went to Lima, Peru, Valparaiso, Chile, and Rio, Brazil. So. Wow. Yeah, I went to some cool places. <laughs> That's insane. Wait, so what was your position in the military? What did you do? So have you ever seen Top Gun? Mm-hmm. You know the people in the yellow sweaters running around? Yeah. Yeah, that was us. That's the easiest way I can describe it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you just finished out your time there and then decided to stay in San Diego? 
Yeah, yeah. I fell in love, and it was just close enough that I could go home and visit, but it wasn't like my mom is seeing me every day kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, San Diego definitely caught my heart. I made a lot of really good friends here, and I just had to stay, especially after the goals. Like, I made so many friends with the goals. I, oh, it hurts me to think of leaving, but... Yeah. Oh my God. You're like a real badass bitch with the hockey and the military. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm basic. I'm basic. It's fine. <laughs> As I sit here and drink my wine during this podcast. Like <laughs> I love it. A girl that can do it all. <laughs> uh-huh. Very well-rounded. <laughs> yeah. Did you finish out college or was it something in the middle of that process that made you decide to go to the military? I, yeah, actually I got really sick when I was in college and I was in the hospital for like a week. And when I got out, I went back, I'll never forget this. I went back to my English class and my English professor was talking about the same metaphor in the same essay. And I was like, okay, I've been gone a week, like, why are we still talking about this? And I felt so frustrated that I'm spending so much money, like, putting myself in so much debt. And so I was, I actually had a girlfriend from high school up in San Francisco visiting me, and her and I were talking about that on a Thursday. She was saying how, like, she went straight into the Air Force out of high school. Her and her twin both did, actually. And I was super patriotic. Like, I was that girl that had red, white, and blue everything. My phone case was American. Like, my I wore hats that had the American flag. Like, I was that girl. And so we were talking, and I was telling her about how discouraged I was that I was putting all this money and didn't feel like I was getting that in return. You know, I wasn't getting an education in return. And I had changed my major twice already at that point as well. And so I was just, you know, typical, like, freshman, sophomore in college, just confused mm-hmm. and frustrated. And she was like, well, why don't you join the military? You know, like, you're the most patriotic person I know. And, like, it'll give you time to, like, figure out what you want to do. And then they'll pay for school. And I was like, you know what, that's that's a good point. And we had that conversation on a Thursday. I called the recruiter Friday, signed Monday, left the end of the month. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome yeah it was yeah it's an adventure that's just kind of how I live my life though like I'm very like I'm gonna do this and then I just I just do it I don't I don't know (laughs) life-changing decisions in a moment notice yeah do you have any coming up I just did I had a job offered to me and I completely switched my job like my career path so (laughs) yeah it it was proposed to me by a friend. I talked to them and I was like, okay. Like once again, just switch like within three days. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> and that was the job that you were telling us about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I went from working in like the technology industry and like the internet world. And now I'm working for a public adjuster, like completely different, but same, 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 but different. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was looking at your Instagram page, and I saw the In-N-Out jerseys. Those things are so cool. Thanks. I love them. Animal style. What up, though? Yeah. <laughs> Who designed those? It was inspired. Uh, okay, it was not my idea originally. A friend had brought it up, and so I was like, you know what? That's a great idea, and it kind of ignited within our little group, and 
I always do, like you, you brought up that tournament in Montreal. Mm-hmm. I love that tournament. And all of my friends from San Diego, they all wanted to go. So we were like, dude, this is the time. Let's get a California team, like only players from California. Let's go to Montreal and let's have in and out jerseys. We're animal style and we just represent California to the fullest. So that's how that went down. Those are <laughs> awesome. The, thanks. The goalies one is the best though because his name is extra spread on the back. <laughs> So good. So good. <laughs> That's unreal. Have you seen any other good men's league jerseys? What's your favorite one you've seen? Ooh, I have. I'm trying to remember what they're – oh, okay, I remember what they're called. They're called the Poways. Okay, so San Diego, obviously, we're very close to Mexico. Poway is one of the rinks that I play at, and they were a silver league team, so they're pretty good. That's, like, D3, and they're called the Poways, but it's just, like, this awesome, like, Mexican heritage, like, print, and it's bright colors, and it has, like, a little sombrero and a little mustache, so I love that jersey so much. (laughs) I think it's so cool. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, no, I saw those jerseys. I was like, I need an In-N-Out jersey. I have to go. All right, well, then you're coming to Montreal. That's hell. Hell yeah. You got to come to Montreal then. (laughs) I'm definitely down. Yeah, I saw that you had a couple banners from that tournament. Yeah, so we gave them to... Our local rink, I don't know where they're at. I don't even know if they hung them. Like, I have no idea where those things are them. <laughs> they're somewhere. We had a, we got medals, though. My medal's in my closet. <laughs> I, I sleep with it at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cherish the memories. Yeah, my third place medal. <laughs> <laughs> have you improved a lot over the past two years since you've been playing? I would say yes, and I completely accredit that to my husband, 120%. Not because he, like, has taught me how to puck handle or anything, because I harass him too, and he just doesn't have the time, but he makes me recognize the strategy of the game. So he really taught me how to play my position, like, how to play defense, like, You know, if you're in a two-on-one, like, you don't go for the guy with the puck, you go for the pass and let the guy with the puck have a one-on-one with the goalie, you know? Like, he teaches me that kind of thing, and it's really helped my game immensely. Um, Also, just playing with people that are way, way better than me. I love it, like, because it pushes me, and it makes me mad, and I want to try, and, like, I've learned, and I've watched them, and it pushes me so I'm much like I get better so yeah I definitely have improved I still suck though (laughs) there's people that are way better than me that have been playing for the same amount of time but I you know I'm just out there having fun it's a good time and I I love it it's so fun what advice (laughs) would you give to other people that want to pick up the sport as an adult do it Yes. No advice besides do it. You just got to get out there. It's like Shia LaBeouf moment right now. Just do it. Okay. Like get out there. Go get on the ice. Like don't worry about looking dumb. Like we all looked dumb at one point. We were all Bambies, you know, um, just go have fun. You know, it's a great sport. And I, I just think it's a great sport to do even when you're older, I would say it's probably one of the better sports to start picking up when you're older because it's good cardio. And like I said, the people are just great. I've never met 
anybody in hockey that I didn't like so far. Do you have a funny locker room story? Oh, God. <laughs> a bunch. Ow. My dog's fighting me. He's beating oh. me. <laughs> I would say, the, okay, I... I don't know if this is technically locker room, but I would say Montreal, the most memorable. We had a player puke every game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so Montreal, is the tournament was sponsored by Coors Light. And so after every game, they had beer girls come in. It was super fun. They had tall cans of Coors Light. And... And we would just, like, all pound these beers right after a game, right before a game. And then, plus, like, of course, you know, like, you're all out there for a tournament. So we were all drinking pretty much the entire time. Like, every night we were going out. And, yeah, so we had a player puke literally every single game. Oh <laughs> so, like, I think we deserve a trophy for that. <laughs> That's insane. I've played the women's boom boom tournament in Tahoe, and we had this girl like run into our locker room with the wedding dress on in Jaeger, and we're like, okay, like what's going on? And she was on our team. She was gonna play that game. She's like, guys, like I just got married yesterday, and we did our wedding photos on the ice before the game, and like let's all take Jaeger shots. And I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Wait, that's so sick though. <laughs> it is. And she is unreal. That's so funny. Wow, what a savage. Me and my husband were talking about, we're, we, so we kind of eloped a little bit and just got married in a courthouse with us. And then we planned to do a big ceremony and reception for everybody else later. But then COVID happened. So now it's kind of like on hold. But that crazy goalie that I was talking about, Mike Lance, he was like, I'll officiate for you on the ice at the rink. So you know what? We're kind of, we're kind of toying with that idea at this point. It's like, okay, get married and like have your people like sitting on the bench, you know, like one yes. side is the wife, the other is the husband. Isn't that funny? That would be so cool. You should definitely do that. I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, I'm actually super into this mic. Like you might be on to something, but I, I really wish you knew like Mike as a person after this, I'll send you the video because like just imagining him officiating a wedding is just ridiculous there would no kids could be present f-bombs would be thrown everywhere he just yells constantly because he can't hear anything <laughs> so is he gonna call you blondie the whole time yep and he, and he <laughs> called brandon stash brandon my husband's nickname is stash so he'd be like stash do you take blondie to be your awkward <laughs> <laughs> i love it i'm into it <laughs> That's unreal. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if my I don't I don't know if my uh, in laws or my mom would love it as much, but I think it's pretty great. <laughs> Does your husband play on your men's league team? Um. Yeah. So he plays. He doesn't like playing on teams because it's just like a lot to commit to since he's active duty and mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of games are late at night. But he does play pickup religiously with us. He's stupid good. He's annoyingly good. <laughs> I've never seen him full out try in my entire life. Everybody hates him for it. <laughs> it's a love hate. We're all just jealous. That's what it is. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> and what opportunities have you gotten from having your Instagram page? Have you gotten to meet a lot of cool people and cool experiences? 
Yeah, absolutely. Right off the bat, my mind just instantly goes back to Minnesota and the Hockey Expo. I mean, there's no way that I would have ever imagined, like, meeting these people and, like, doing those cool things. And, like, I've gotten to travel from it. That's amazing. Like, I got to go to Montreal. I went to Minnesota. And I was going to do that all this year, too. But dang COVID. Dang COVID. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. It's, it's a really pleasant surprise. And I've met so many great people. And, like, I even going – I was at the rink two weekends ago and a little boy came up to me and like his parents recognized me I guess and he recognized me and was like can I take a picture with you and it was like it was so cute like I am like a negative z-list celebrity like <laughs> little kid like I'm literally just somebody that drinks and plays hockey like but you're adorable like oh it was it was precious so it is cool like I do have a lot of cool moments like that where I definitely wouldn't have had the opportunity or that experience um without it that is awesome yeah are there any cons to it absolutely really (laughs) yeah um I think that people kind of forget that like I'm just a normal person I have a lot of people that will like DM me and be like they'll just like say something nice like not like creepy not like sliding in the DMs you know but just like hey, will you post, like, my team's picture? Like, will you do this? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And they're like, oh, like, I'm surprised you messaged me. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, And and it's like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot to live up to and, like, a lot of pressure, like, knowing, like, I don't – I don't, I don't know. I go to the rink and it's like, okay, I don't know. Like people know me here and it's just a lot. But I think the pros outweigh the cons though. Definitely. Definitely. Have you been to any of the men's league tournaments in Vegas? No. Oh my gosh. So I was supposed to go to this one in February and I didn't, but it, it was like, it would have been the last week before the strip got shut down. But I want to. I really, really want to. That's on my list. I want to do a tournament in Vegas. That's on my I, list, too. <laughs> yeah. I want to see um, Vinny, the ice skating dog. Do you know him? He's so – or not Vinny, Benny. He's so cute. Like a little lab, and he ice skates. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen a video of that. But I saw your beagle on the ice in your video. Yeah, yeah, Barry. Oh my god. Yeah, she loves it. We would bring her in and leave her in the locker room while we play and she would just like pass out. She's super lazy. If anybody knows back the house, they just sleep their whole life away. So she would sleep while we were playing and then when we would get back in the locker room, we would all feed her the ice from our skates. And she loves it. And then, of course, she could run around on the ice afterwards and chase us all. So it was really, yeah, she loves it. How cute. (laughs) She's my little rink rat. (laughs) Oh, so I went deep into the Instagram, and I saw the coolest thing on there. You had Louis Vuitton skate guards. Ah, yes. I have Gucci, too. No way. Are those real? (laughs) That is not real. (laughs) Yeah, and it's actually from a northern San Diego company. They're over in Campbell. So tell Leah to go grab you a pair. It's from, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's B-A-H-R, Hockey Repair. And, yeah, they sent me those. They're savage, aren't they? (laughs) Those are the coolest thing. I was like, oh, my God. These, like, where do you even get these? (laughs) Yeah, they're so sick. They have different colors, too. So they have, like, the classic brown print, which is what I went with. But they have, like, the black and gold. They have the rainbow. 
I almost got the rainbow, but. Yeah, that would have been good. Okay. So, do you have a, um, you work with Sauce Kit a lot? Yeah, I used to do a lot more with them. Obviously, like, COVID's going on. I was going to go to the Hockey Expo with them this year, but then my husband was leaving for training, so I didn't go because I didn't want to, like, miss saying bye to him. But, yeah, they're awesome. Dude, they're the... They are the best. Like, buy a hockey sauce kit because it is ran by the coolest individual, and it's just a really cool product. I always bring my sauce kit everywhere I go, and everybody loves it. It's, it's way cooler than, what's it called, the game with the bean bags. Oh, cornhole. <laughs> yeah, it's a cooler version than, of cornhole, okay? <laughs> but cornhole's on ESPN 8. We should get, like, a sauce kit thing on ESPN 8. Um, I entirely agree, like 120%. And I think they actually, were, we were talking about, I don't know if they're still working on it, but doing a sauce kit tournament. So maybe we'll get the Ocho out there. You, yeah. You know, <laughs> so you just made all of your connections through this, like, hockey expo? Yeah. Well, not all of them. A lot of them I had, like... You just, you get that rapport with people when you're just online and, you know, like talking and chirping and, you know, like reposting their videos, you know, like how did you do that? Like you're a wizard, you know? Yeah. Um, so I kind of like knew them kind of like, it's like a weird, like I know them, but I don't know them kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah. But I got to meet a lot of them at the hockey expo. Yeah. That's so, so nice. It was nice. It's like finally meeting you and like we all have it like, hi. Like I literally hadn't even met the sauce cake guys until like I landed on my plane and they picked me up in the swagon wagon. So <laughs> <laughs> they have a swagon wagon. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The wagon. I, I wonder if she's still okay. <laughs> Dude, driving that thing was wild. I didn't drive it, but like driving in that thing in Minnesota was hilarious and then I had to like we had to shovel the snow out from behind it so we could get out a couple times and of course they were like all right ice crew girl like get your shovel like let's go (laughs) so it was funny I lost my ID three times oh crazy weekend (laughs) no I was sober I lost it shoveling oh (laughs) This is totally an irrelevant story to the podcast, but you just reminded me of it. Last a couple years ago, I lost my wallet and I could not figure out where I put it because I was like, I swear to God, it was in my car and I did not remove it from my car. Yeah. And in the spring, I found it in our driveway, like pushed up with a bunch of dirt. And I was like, oh my God, I must have like knocked it out of my car when I grabbed groceries. And then the snowplow came and like pushed it up. So I didn't find it until all the snow melted. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, too. That's probably – I'm sure somebody probably found it or went down a gutter somewhere. But it was actually, like, my military ID, too. Oh. And I lost it the night before my flight. So I literally had, like, begged people to let me through my – like onto the plane back to California. Oh my gosh, she must have been having a heart attack. I was a little bit, and he, like they were all like, "Well, I mean, let us know if we need to come and pick you up again." I, like, I guess I'm gonna live in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm moving here, guys. Can't 
can't leave. It was beautiful, so I'd be fine with it. It was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, did you go to their mall? But no, we did not go to the mall, but it was just beautiful. It was the first time that I had seen snow that I wasn't in boot camp. Really? So, like, yeah, well, like, not, like, it's snowing. Like, I never experienced it snowing before. Mm-hmm. I had gone to the snow as a kid, like, in Big Bear, but I never saw it snowing. And so, boot camp, I thought snowing, but I was too busy hating my life to, you know, enjoy it. And then, <laughs> Minnesota, it was snowing, and I was like, this is so beautiful. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Was boot camp really hard? No. <laughs> not bad. No, it was no, it was easy. I went, I was in boot camp in 2012, I think. Yeah, like 2012. And I went during the winter time. Everybody was getting pneumonia left and right. So I guess that was rough for them, but I was fine. I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that hard. I've been pretty, not athletic necessarily. I don't, I did all the girly shit growing up. So it's like I did cheer, I did dance. So it's like I have stamina, but like that awkward thing where it's like, do people count it as a sport? Probably more not. But yeah, I was in, sh- so I was in shape when I went. And so it wasn't really difficult. The only thing, like I had a knee problem. So that sucked. But besides that, it was fine. I actually was put second in charge of my division, which was annoying. It was awful. <laughs> it was- so they tell you, like, my recruiter told me, you know, he's like, go in and be invisible. Like, and that's how you'll survive. And I was like, okay, like, that, I can do that. That's easy. So I went in and I tried to act invisible. But they took that for a really good military bearing, which sucked. So they made me second in charge. So I had to, like, sing cadence while we all marched. Is there anything that you miss about it, though? Uh, the military? Mm-hmm. Yeah, flight ops. <laughs> hands down I miss it all the time my husband works on F-18s currently he's moving to F-35s so that's kind of nice like I always actually it's one of the reasons why I first started talking to him was because he smelled like JP-5 so I was like he smelled like jet fuel <laughs> like I love he comes home and smells like jet fuel and I just like snort him like I love it <laughs> why didn't you think about club. Why didn't you think about working for an airline or something after you finished up? It's definitely a possibility, but it's just not the same. I mean, I don't, I don't think anything could ever compare to the flight deck. If anybody's ever worked on the flight deck out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's like when you first get out there like, and you first step on a flight deck and you first see a flight deck, it's like nothing you've ever seen and it's terrifying. And then you get so used to it, it's kind of I honestly would feel how I am right now, like sitting in my kitchen, you know, and having a conversation with you. I got that used to it. But like looking back, it's like, dang, that was a lot of fun. Like I, I miss it. It was fun. Like running around, running chops, running train, like chains, grabbing planes, like picking up the birds, watching them. Like it was crazy. It was so hectic and so fun. And so I do miss it. I miss it every day. (laughs) Did you meet a lot of people that played hockey in the military? No, actually, I met one. He's one of my best friends, and I actually just got him back into hockey a couple months ago. So my dog's chasing his tail. So, yeah, my one friend, he was from Boston. He played his whole life, and a huge Bruins fan, of course. But he hadn't played all through the military, and then he didn't pick it up since... Well, no, he, he kind of picked it up for, like, a year. He played a season at Poway, and then he quit 
And then I started playing, and I was like, dude, when are you going to come out? When are you going to come out? And finally, a couple months ago, he came out, and now he plays with us, and he's back into it. So I'm pretty pumped that, like, I suckered my friend back into the hockey world, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So do you ever think about, like, if you didn't get the job with the goals, would you still have this page and be so involved in hockey? Not at all. And it, it, like, it really blows my mind. And I actually think about that all the time. Like, me getting that job with the goals inspired so much change in my life. It's the reason why I know my husband right now. Like, it's the reason why I have my best friends. So I really do owe a lot to the goals. Like, if I hadn't just taken that chance and just randomly decided, like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do this. I Yeah, I, my life would be so, so incredibly different right now. Yeah, I don't even how crazy. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, like, literally <laughs> imagine, like, you, you wouldn't – I wouldn't have met my husband because I met him at hockey and then I wouldn't have met all of my best friends because I met them through being goals girls so it's like like where would I I don't even know how to answer that like where would I be who would I be right now I don't even know I would probably be some sad person like just not I don't even know I can't even I can't even process because it's so it's such a huge influence in my life you know so since I just had a blonde moment I have to explain to you my other blonde moment that I had this weekend, which is actually really embarrassing. So my boyfriend has some of his old teammates visiting us and I slept, I slept in in the morning and I woke up at like 1030. I'm roaming around the apartment and it's like 1115 and I look at my phone and I'm like, oh my God, I missed the interview. Like I've never done that. And then I message you and then I, we decide we'll reschedule. So I go on with my day and then it hit me. I was like, oh, the time changed. Like she's not even awake yet. It's not even 11 where she is yet. Like We had a time change? Yeah, because I'm in PA, so I'm three hours ahead of you. So I literally woke up, I freaked out, and then I realized I had no reason to freak out because, like, it was already, like, three hours, like, until our interview was supposed to happen. Oh, my God, I'm so (laughs) – that's hilarious. You know what's really funny, too, is I woke up in a panic because I was actually hungover. (laughs) <laughs> and I missed the interview. Like, I saw your text, but I woke up in a panic thinking I missed it. So, <laughs> so it works out. It we works missed it out. together. It was fate. We missed it together. All right. <laughs> no, literally, I wanted to, like, pinch myself for doing that. I was like, how did I forget about the time change? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally fine. That's funny, though. That's really funny. How's it in PA? It's nice. I like it here a lot I just moved here about a month ago from do you know where Livermore is it's like not far from where Leah lives yeah yeah so it's very different than California but I like it yeah it's way different what you what got you out there my job I was able to go remote with it and my boyfriend was moving and California was still so super locked down and had no like there's was no sight of it really opening up. So I was like, okay, like, I'll just go with you because I would rather go work to home with him than work to home, like, living, because I was living with my parents out there. So it's like, yeah, yeah. nice. (laughs) (laughs) Take me with you. Exactly. (laughs) Let me in your bag. Let's go. (laughs) But it works out really well for this podcast because there's three AHL teams, like, within an hour of me. There is, like, 
four or five colleges within an hour of me. So it's like a lot of access to the people that I want to talk to for my career. Yeah, that's great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So you're in the perfect spot. Exactly. <laughs> Way exactly. better than California. <laughs> I mean, I love Cali, but <laughs> I love it if it would open up. I'm like over the whole COVID thing. Cheers to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so over it. I give up. Just kill me already. Just give me the COVID. I know <laughs> it sounds like it put so many dents in your travel plans and everything, and like your wedding and stuff. Like it's good thing that you guys eloped and didn't plan a big one. <laughs> Right? Yeah, we did that in January, too. So we did that right before, like, COVID hit. So we, we were, I guess it worked out. We were smart about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else that you, like, really want to do now that you kind of have formed this platform? Um, I mean, nothing specifically. The biggest thing and the biggest reason why I keep it up is because I want people to know, like, it's okay to like pick something up, like you said, like as an adult and just start something new. And it's okay to laugh at yourself, like have fun, like don't take it so seriously. Like sports are there to be like a release, you know, like mm-hmm. that athleticism, you know, like get that. But it's like, yeah, be healthy, both physically and mentally. And so I just hope that like people see my page and they're like, oh, like especially women too, because I feel like it's such a male dominated sport. It's like, yeah, you can play. Like you don't have to be like some tough, like what, like you don't have to be this tough woman to play hockey. You can dress like me in like a little dress that I just was drinking champagne with my girls at brunch. And now I'm on my way to hockey. Like you can do both, like just go and do whatever you want and play hockey, like get out there. So I hope that women see my page. And like, if anybody's even thought about like, Oh, that looks fun. You know, like, just do it. Try it. Go for it. Play. <laughs> Pick it up. And if you suck, who cares? We all sucked at one point. And it's like, so it's- much fun. Everyone's so nice. So much fun. Everybody is so nice. Everybody is so nice. Yeah. It's like, you get, every now and then you get those guys that are trying to get signed, you know? But then mm-hmm. you chirp them and you're good. Then you're like, they're good. <laughs> Watch some Letter Kenny, you know, get your chirps up and you'll so- solid. <laughs> Do you have any good chirps that you throw out there? So there's kind of, I mean, good ones, I, it's got to come in the moment. Mm-hmm. But the, the one that I always bring up with, like, it, it's like a consistent thing. And if you've ever played with me, you've probably heard me say it. What are those Gucci socks? And I stole that from one of my buddies who used to scream that at me. And then when I got Gucci skate guards, I got him a pair too. So it's like, what are those Gucci guards? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, they are. (laughs) Love it. So that's my, that's, it's near and dear to my heart. I wouldn't say it's the wittiest out there. There's definitely wittier out there, but that one is, that one gets me. Somebody yells, what are those Gucci socks? I'm like, Mesa, like, my homie. (laughs) Instant friend. (laughs) That's the best. How important is fitness to you? Pretty good. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty important, but I'm also not, like, I'm the furthest person from, like, a health freak. Like, I have my girlfriends that are, like, I'm meal prepping, and I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. I'm, like... Mm, I'm going to order some pizza (laughs) and like eat a burger, you know, 
and then go play some hockey and like work it all off. So it's, I'm all about balance. I think that, um, like as long as you feel healthy and you're happy with yourself, that's what matters. I like that. That's very well said. Thank you. <laughs> Cause it is, it's too much pressure to, I mean, Kudos to the people that can do it, but it's a lot of pressure to meal prep and calorie count. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, especially, I always say this, and we're probably getting off topic here, but it's, like, I'm so scared to, like, have a daughter that has to grow up in our world of, like, Instagram influencers of the girls that are just, like, half naked and just drop-dead gorgeous, like, with, like, most of, it's, like, some of them are really just naturally beautiful but like a lot of it is just plastic surgery and filter and all this stuff and it's like don't no, like you're beautiful like you don't have to do that like <laughs> just be you you know so it's it's scary yeah I just oh rough rough is that hard for you because you do have a platform and stuff and you are like on social media a lot I would surprisingly no I mean obviously I have like my own self demons you know like I have my own stuff that I work through but I feel like at this point in my life I'm pretty happy with who I am and like like how I look and like I a big thing is I don't want to be that insta hoe like I don't want to be an insta hoe everybody that knows me I'm not no 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 that doesn't go here everybody on my page knows I'm married and like no we don't play that game (laughs) so I try to be very like predominant about the fact that I'm not that type so you will not see any like side boobs or boobs or anything on my page. <laughs> oh, there's no OnlyFans coming up anytime soon. We'll just put that out there. <laughs> if you have an OnlyFans, you get it, girl. I'm so proud of you. I'm just not going to do it myself. <laughs> no, I love that you bring, like, a lot of feminine atmosphere to, like, the hockey world. I love it. Thanks. Yeah, I and I actually kind of, like, yeah, I, I try to do that. Like, I want, like I said, I want to still be me and, like, play hockey. Like, my blades are hot pink, and they say skirt, skirt on them. I love them, you know? And, like, you got to have the Louis Vuitton. you got to get the Gucci. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm a vendor in my own way, okay, guys? Like, I might not have the tinted visor, but my blades say skirt, skirt. So, <laughs> be your own vendor that's my advice to people out there <laughs> oh my god no I have a story I was working an AHL game and that's the only time that we're really ever around the players because they're like visiting goalie normally sits like where we stand and oh, so he was talking to me and their equipment manager was talking to me, and I was, like, asking someone if I could borrow their skate guard so I could go to the bathroom, and the guy was like, oh, you don't have your skate guard, and I was like, no, actually, I was thinking about ordering some of the ones with rollerblade, like, the wheels on them, and they just looked at me, and they were ready to rip me apart. They were like, that's, like, childish, and I was like, okay, like, thanks, buddy. I was kidding. It's okay, They've had too many concussions. Just I know. I was like, okay, like I'll just take my sense of humor and go stand over here. <laughs> oh my god, I have to say though, so our kind of situation was the same way. 
my first year we were in our home tunnel and then they ended up moving us to the away tunnel and the away goalie would sit right next to us. Mm -hmm. But I do have to say, uh, your guys' staff is my absolute favorite. Like, and I'm not saying that because I'm a Sharks fan. I'm saying that because they were genuinely so nice. Like, I'm friends with some of um, the guys that work at, like, with the equipment for the Sharks. And they're just so nice. Like, they're so nice. Like, you guys have the best staff. Like, and it just only, like, ignited that sharky fire in me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, they are the greatest. And I really... Loved working for them and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really crazy, too, is my growing up, one of my, like, best girlfriends, when I was really, really young, we lived on a cul-de-sac, and all the kids, we would just kind of run wild together. Um, so, anyways, I lived on a cul-de-sac, and we would all, like, all the kids would just get together and run wild. And one of my really good girlfriends her, like, little, little brother is actually just signed with the Sharks. And so, I th- yeah, so you might see him out there, little McGrew, little Bonsai, killing it. Hell yeah, that's awesome. He backed his dad's truck into the neighbor's mailbox when he was a kid. So, what up, McGrew? That's so funny. It's going to be so embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. if he ever listens. No, I'm serious. If you do, if you fly back to Cali and you're back on ice crew, if you see the last name McGrew, just yell, Bonsai! Ayo, Bonsai! That was his name. My mom gave him that because he was crazy. And he ran, actually, this is really embarrassing for him. He ran, like, through his house naked as a little kid. Like, and my, my mom, like, jokingly taught him Bonsai. He was, like, running around naked in the house screaming Bonsai. So. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's my group for you. I hope you win a Stanley at some point, bud. Like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Hell yeah, that is unreal. We get, like, the behind-the-scenes details here. (laughs) Yeah, right. He's like, oh, shit, I gotta unfollow her now. Like, I gotta say it's fake. (laughs) Have you met any other cool people so far? Um, yeah. I mean, I always meet... I don't know. I feel like everybody that plays hockey is really cool, genuinely. But... I mean, like, celeb-wise, celeb definitely, the, me and the on-the-bench boys, come on. Like, that's legendary. Like, I was drinking with them. We went to the Ducks Diner. We had a snowball fight in the street while it snowed in the middle of Minnesota. It was like a movie, all right? So it was pretty cool. Like, those guys are awesome. They're really funny. Cool peeps. I support it. <laughs> Do you think that you would ever move to another platform, like do YouTubes or TikToks or anything? I will never do TikTok. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I think I just missed that. Um, I, I don't know. I think that's just like a generation gap for me. I don't know. I think, which is really weird too, because I was a dance major originally at San Francisco. So you would think that I'm like all for TikTok, but no, it annoys me. I hate it. <laughs> Except for like this one, actually, there is this like one page and I think it's called like NHL TikToks or something like that. And they make really, really funny hockey TikToks. But yeah, no, I'm going to avoid that platform. You will not see me there. YouTube. <laughs> Maybe I just genuinely don't think I'm that interesting. Like, I don't think anybody wants to, like, sit and listen to me <laughs> ramble on, you know? Like, 
I don't know if I would have the content for it. And then also my life is just super busy. Like I feel like I'm so busy and don't have time to like handle this Instagram. I couldn't imagine if I actually had like a, another platform that I have to manage too. But maybe, I mean, maybe someday, you know, maybe. I'm not saying no. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you could do like videos of you commentating the games or something. Actually, that's a really good idea. Like me and my girlfriend streaking wine, like commentating like yeah, like ESPN top 10 or something like that. Because all my girlfriends were big into sports too. So it's like, and we're, we're all very raunchy. I'm just going to put that out there. Like we have no filter. That's why they're my girls. What up though? Like, <laughs> so actually, I, I think you're onto something. I think you're onto something. There we go. <laughs> You can fly out. You can fly out and join us. Hell yeah, I'm always down. Next big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can't fly, we'll have you just on my laptop, like, <laughs> sitting on the couch with us. I'll get my own <laughs> thing of friends, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I really think we should probably do this now. I think you're on to something. I'm always down. <laughs> well, what do we call it? Like, basic reviews? Like, oh, and have it like, oh. be all, like, basic bitches. <laughs> yeah, like, basic reviews and brews, and we're just, like, drinking beers and, like, reviewing, like, but we're also, like, this pumpkin spice ale, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, fuck, I broke a nail. <laughs> I'm about it. I'm about it. I'm about it, too. <laughs> And I have broken a nail in the locker room, and it was very embarrassing because I even said, like, oh, my God, I broke a nail. And then I look up, and there's, like, all these guys sitting around me. I'm like, um, okay, never mind that. I'm just going to, like, rewind. If they ever broke a nail, if those men ever broke a nail, they would not look at you like that because that shit it okay. hurts, I know. Don't fight me. Fight me, okay? You want to make fun of us breaking a nail because we're playing hockey and it broke in my little mitten? No. Fuck you. That hurts. <laughs> Put that on your podcast. Oh, my. No. So funny. <laughs> no, I actually, that's funny that you say that because I did. I broke my little pinky nail um, <laughs> on Saturday. So maybe that's why I'm so heated about this because it's like it's near and dear to my heart. I just broke my nail. Rooster, you're yeah, and you're like, okay, now it's going to cost me, like, $50 to go get that fixed. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I ended up getting my own gel kit, actually, off topic. But, yeah, I got my own gel kit, and now I do my own gel nails. It saved me so much money. Oh, my God, so much yeah, money. And they I look did. good. Thank you. My toes actually look real good. Hold on. Let's flip it. All right. There we go. These are my feet. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> if any guys are listening to this right now, they're like tuning out. They're like, what is this? <laughs> $20 for feet picks. <laughs> See, that would be an OnlyFans that I would do. I'd be like, if you guys want to send me money for feet picks. Oh, heck yeah. I might, I might do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to say might. If you want to send me money for feet pics, slide in these DMs. I am your girl. Like, <laughs> I will send you straight out of my hockey skate feet pics. Ooh. Like, <laughs> wetty and stinky and sexy. Just how you like it, daddy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I really hope my mother in law doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
just trying to just try to pay the rent. Yeah. <laughs> the girls gotta eat. <laughs> girls gotta eat. Oh my god. All right. Well, thank you for letting me interview you. Yeah, of course. Anytime. And if for some reason, like something sounded poopy because my dogs are chasing their tails and being whacked, just let me know. All right. Well, my dogs say bye. They're going psycho right now. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thank you. He's like, say some prayer, light a candle. Okay. (laughs) You're going to. We got an exorcism in my place. I got to sage this or something because these two are demons. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, thanks again. It was nice meeting you virtually. Yeah, you too. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.